0: Morning, world! It's Rapture weekend, folks. Yes, the end of the world. Well, the purported end of the world. Because, listen, the you know the the church who's been talking about this this whole Rapture thing, they haven't actually been saying that it's the end of the world. It's just when the rapture is going to happen, and Jesus is going to come and take all of his faithful children back up into his UFO. And carry them off to the Pegasus Galaxy, because that apparently is what's going on today, folks. Good morning, everybody. This is Tom Harris in beautiful Chicago, Illinois. And it is beautiful today. It is a fantastic, uh, nice, uh, sort of overcast, but warm day. And uh, we're enjoying the uh, nice weather here. And it's ASEN weekend, so I have been running on almost no sleep this weekend. and. It is showing. It is showing. <laughs> but uh, the uh, Anime Central is going on right now. And Pete and I spent all day at the anime convention yesterday. And we're uh, going to go back today and spend uh, the day there today. And that is going to be a lot of fun. Now, the, this this year's Anime Central has been uh, a kind of a mixed bag because at, at, on one hand, there's been a lot of programming that we've really enjoyed um you know they had the the usual stuff we do on friday night so they have uh, this thing called anime hell and what that is is kind of this quirky wacky film festival and they'll show a lot of uh, like filmed shorts from mostly from japan but also from from other places as well there the, you know there's regular ones that that everyone loves and so they show some of these like every year but they do, ha- well, they have done, actually, for the last couple of years, done a really nice job of keeping variety in the programming. And we do love variety in the programming, don't we? So uh, it, ha- it was really, really good last night. And, and the, the one bad thing about it, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, yeah, a little bit of uh, tickle in the throat here, just a moment. Sorry about that, folks. Um, yeah, the the um, the one thing though that is kind of of marred this Anime Central this year is the organization has been terrible, and I know that these big conventions can be, you know, a big task. And, you know, it's a big task for the security people and for the volunteers and for the people who are doing registration and all this other stuff. But this year has been disastrous. The The management of the, the whole convention this year has been just piss poor, just really, really terrible. And it has shown, you know, and, and you get a lot of people who you know waited hours and hours to get in who are so frustrated and we were too you know uh, we bought our tickets in advance this year and you know last year it was a really really straightforward kind of deal yeah we order our tickets and we just walk into the will call booth no line just pick them up and we're in no problem yeah five minutes and, and we're done this year there were problems and we ended up waiting in line for about three and a half hours to get in. Uh, it, it was, it, it's, a, it's like a really, really long line, and then you don't get to go on a roller coaster at the end. <laughs> That's, uh, so that was very, very odd. Um, and uh, so that was kind of the shitty part of the, of the weekend. But by and large, these conventions are always a lot of fun. And you get to see a lot of people who are dressed up in costume and a lot of people who are, um, you know, having a good time. And uh, you get to watch uh, anime or, or movies or whatever that you haven't seen before. Um, and that's the appeal of it. And, uh yeah, we did actually get to see a few things that we hadn't seen before. And it's good. It's good. So uh, we are going back today and uh, spend the rest of the day out there. And uh, that will be sort of my big hurrah. So I don't know what's going on with the voice today. Sorry about this, folks. Yeah. Um, So that is kind of what's going on, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, be able to... Okay, yeah, there we go. Sorry about that. Sorry about the language there, folks. Um, Just trying to uh, figure out what's going on. My, uh, My Internet connection here at home has been sort of intermittent uh and sort of um uh balky and that is happening right now i'm having some internet speed issues and uh, trying to figure out what what is causing that okay i think i think that should solve the problem i had a i had an extra window open Uh, which was an internet window from right before I started the show. I've now closed that. That should have taken care of the problem. All right. Sorry about that. Um, Anyway, um, so that is kind of what has been going on for me this weekend. Now, this kind of weekend is my last hurrah, like I said, before I go off on vacation. Now, I will not be on next week or the week after, and the reason why is because I'm going to be on the road. Now, hopefully... We'll be able to get some sort of a broadcast out this week. Um, the reason why is because on the 25th, which is, I think that's Wednesday. Uh, wait, is that Wednesday? I'm not, yeah, I think it is. I, the 25th is Wednesday. Um, I will be in Kiefer, Oklahoma. And I will be spending at least part of the day hanging out with Stacy White over out in Kiefer and I've already talked to him about that and uh, so that is definitely going to happen and we're I'm hoping that we can record some audio. I really w- would like to get uh, Stacy on on I going to say on tape, but we really not we don't record on tape really do we. Uh, <laughs> but I was hoping to get to get St- Stacy and uh, do some recording and and at least have a little bit of content from this road trip for you. And then uh, while I'm in Florida I want to get um, uh, I want to set up some time with my dad and, and you know maybe record some audio with him. But uh, that is kind of, you know, we haven't really organized that yet. And so that's going to be something that I'll be working on. So even though I won't be on for the next two weeks, I will be working on content. Uh, both for this show and also for Radio Free Asgard. Now, speaking of Radio Free Asgard, we had our premiere this week, so I am really, really pleased with the response. Uh, the numbers are not great, but it was the first episode, and it beat the first you know numbers I had for Tom Harris USA. So, and actually, I think it even beat the first numbers I had for this live show. So that's pretty good. I'm I'm pretty uh, chuffed about that because uh, it's you know it, it's very very different from this show and and I I know that a lot of people in my audience are not going to be interested in it, but it is a comic centric podcast, and in particular dealing with mythological characters in the comics. So uh, right now the emphasis is on Thor, but also we're going to have stuff about Hercules and 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 a bunch of other people a bunch of other uh, mythological characters who've appeared in the comics. And we're also talking about the actual mythology. We're talking about the Norse myths. We're talking about Greek myths. We're talking about all that all that stuff. And but for the moment it is mainly Thor centric uh, because of the new movie and we talk about that too. So don't miss that and you can go hear that show. Now it's a podcast. It's not a live show. No call in, nothing like that. If people want to uh come on my show and talk to me about, you know, the topics at hand. And we do stick to the topics there. We really do organize the show in a way that you know, we're always talking about the topic of that show and that there's not a lot of, uh, you know, uh, diversions and you know, being dig- digressive, I guess you could say, and going off on, on tangents. So there's not a lot of that on that show. It is a, a podcast, so we have a chance to actually edit and do, you know, the cleanup. Which is something I don't normally do much of on this show, which I think is immediately obvious to people. But anyway, um, I'm having a lot of fun doing the Radio Free Asgard show. You could go to radiofreeasgard dot com. I almost said dot co dot and that wouldn't be right. Um, Radio Free Asgard. R A D I O F R E E, not number three. F R E E A S G A R D. Dot com and uh, there will be new episodes posted while I'm gone, while I'm on vacation. Uh, reason be, reason for that being is that I have spent this week recording content. So the first episode was just posted online, uh, and then next Thursday, episode two will be coming online, and then episode three the week after that, and then episode four I'll be back. I'll I'll actually be back in town here in Chicago. Um, around the 7th, uh, I think on the 7th I'll be back, and then the new show for Radio Free Asgard will be on, on the 9th. So I, I, I either have to record a show really, really quickly for that show or uh, not. So I'm not sure. But anyway, I, I should have a lot to talk about with you guys three in three weeks' time on the weekend of that, that week. So I think that's the 12th or something like that, 11th or 12th is the Saturday of that week. And that's when I'll be back here on Tom Harris Live. So, uh, and if, if you don't hear from me sooner, because if I record anything with Stacy, then we're going to try to upload it, and, uh, I'll, or I'll try to upload it um, to, the, uh, uh, to the website for download. And uh, it'll be like a little bonus content. So anyway, uh, so I'm looking forward to that. And I'm really, really at this point ready to get away and go on this trip. This this is something that I you know, obviously I've been talking about it on this show for freaking ever at this point. Because I thought that I was losing my job in February, then I thought I was losing my job in March, and then I thought you know, and then finally do lose the job in May or April really. Well kind of kind of right at the end. And so I'm looking forward to this this trip and I've got the car reserved and I'm I'm not packed yet but that that'll come after after this convention. Um I'd have all day Sunday to prepare and get stuff ready and you know make arrangements and um I'm kind of playing this trip by ear. This is going to be uh very footloose and not really having any place to be. I have a couple of set days where I have to be certain places. But by and large, it's going to be. You know, I can kind of make stops along the way. I can, in fact, I probably have to make stops along the way with the schedule I have. Um, and uh, going to do lots and lots of geocaching, and I look really looking forward to that rest because it's been a while since I've had a vacation. I think the last time that I actually went anywhere was, was that was it when I went to the UK back in 2010. Uh, uh it might have been, or 2009, it might have been, it might have been the last time I really had a chance to get away. So uh, I am uh, looking forward to it. Anyway, so that's kind of what's going on here. And uh, before I go on, I'm going to talk about the rapture and other such events. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. If you want to call on the show, you can do the phone number is 20 That's a local London number. So if you're anywhere in the world, it would cost you the same as though you were calling London. So if you get free calls to London, then, then you'd be able to call free into the show. And, of course, we are on Skype, and the Skype address here is... United Kingdom Radio, I almost said Radio Free Asgard, folks, that's not good. Um, the Skype address here is United Kingdom Radio, and it'd be a good show to call because I don't have a lot to talk about today. I, it's, um, like I said, I've been busy this week kind of arranging my trip, kind of coming up with a route and coming up with um, sort of things that I want to see along the way. Not, not a lot of stuff, you know, that's not, uh, it really, this trip is about relaxing, it's about relaxing and uh unwinding and getting used to um having a little bit of freedom in my life. I've been you know this is this week was my second full or my first full week of of unemployment. Because last week I was only unemployed for part of the week. So it was um uh really nice to to be able to take it easy this week. Look forward to going to the convention with with my uh, adorable boyfriend Pete and then have a you know, nice uh, quiet weekend and then go on my trip and, and have adventures. And adventure is what it's all about. And I, I don't know if I'm going to do a travel show about this trip, but at least I'll talk about it when I come back. Um, the next travel show, incidentally, that'll probably be the week after I get back. Uh, it'll be not the first show after I get back, but the second show after I get back. We're going to be talking about Ireland. Ireland. And I'm not going to get into any of the politics and controversial stuff, but I I am looking forward to it. I, I, I really am w- looking forward to talking about Ireland, and uh, that'll be exciting. I think the sequence as it is now for the next three of the travel shows is going to be Italy, uh, Ireland, then Italy, then Japan. So I'm really looking forward to working on those shows, and, and of course, uh, you know, Sticking with you and and doing all sorts of stuff. I know there are changes going on here at UKR. Don't know exactly what they are yet. Um, I'm not really in the loop on these things. And I suppose some, at some point, <laughs> somebody will let me know what's going on. But for right now, I don't know. But I'm not going anywhere for the moment, folks. So you don't need to worry about that. All right. So before I move on and start talking about the rapture, I am going to do today in history. All right. So, May twenty-first in history, in eighteen oh four, the Lewis and Clark expedition set out from St. Charles, Missouri, out uh, the, following the Missouri River out to the uh, west coast of the U.S. So, or, uh, I think they came out in Washington State or Oregon. I think it's Oregon. Uh, in, 19- in 1832, the first Democratic National Convention took place uh, in Baltimore, Maryland. In 1881, Clara Barton founded the American Red Cross. So that's See, that's a good organization. Still around, doing a lot of good work. I, I, I will support the American Red Cross. In 1908, the very first horror movie ever made premiered in Chicago. And that movie was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. In 1914, the Greyhound bus company begins in Minnesota. I, I, I don't know if they have Greyhound buses over in the UK, but they here it, it is still, I think, one of the biggest of the bus companies that takes people cross country, or I guess you would say coach, not, not bus. but um, yeah, I've taken Greyhound buses many times. Um, in 1916, Great Britain first began British summer time. Daylight savings time over there. In 1927, big history event, uh, Charles Lindbergh landed in Paris after his first solo air crossing of the Atlantic. So big celebrations going on in Paris today in 1927. And then five years later, the first transatlantic solo flight by a woman landed doesn't say in Paris, but uh, I'm assuming it's you know, somewhere. Uh, and the woman who flew that first solo flight, Amelia Earhart. In 1964, the first nuclear-powered lighthouse began operations in Chesapeake Bay. Here, here in the States, of course. And in 1979, the first Western rock concert in the USSR occurred. And the performer was none other than Elton John. And in 1980, The Empire Strikes Back, a Star Wars sequel, premiered. And I I actually saw The Empire Strikes Back in uh, in London for the uh, premiere engagement in London. And uh, that was pretty awesome because, you know, here in the States, you know, um, especially back in that time, in in 1980, a lot of the movie theaters had started to shrink down their their screen size, and so you had to watch movies on this relatively small screen. I think the screen sizes are kind of creeping back up now, but um, I saw it at the Leicester Square Odeon, Leicester Square in London, and it was spectacular to see that movie on the big screen. Anyway, famous birthdays on May 21st include Albrecht Dürer, the Renaissance printmaker and engraver. Uh, born in Nuremberg, Germany in 1471. In 1688, poet Alexander Pope was born in England. In 1865, archaeologist C.J. Thompson was born in Denmark. Now, a lot of people haven't heard of C.J. Thompson, but if you've heard of things like, oh, the Stone Age, the Iron Age, the Bronze Age, this was the guy who came up with those names and came up and, and labeled those particular epics with those names so he's very important in in archaeology in 1898 millionaire industrialist armand hammer was born in new york city uh, he was the head of occidental petroleum and uh, apparently a lizard person uh, according to uh, david Icke. Um in 1903 manly wade weltman uh, that's right manly wade wellman What is it? That's a that's a that's an interesting name i was born in angola in africa sci-fi author and uh in 1904 jazz singer and composer fats waller was born thomas Wright. 1917 irish tenor dennis day was born regular on the jack benny show uh we we owe it to him that danny boy has become such an overused cliche now um And also in 1917, actor Raymond Burr, uh, Perry Mason himself, uh, was born in British Columbia, Canada. In 1921, Soviet dissident uh, Andrei Sakharov was born in Moscow. He's a physicist and human rights worker, won the Nobel uh, Peace Prize in 1975. In 1948, uh, in England, singer Leo Sayre was born. In 1951, uh, comedian, writer, actor, and now U.S. Senator Al Franken was born. Happy birthday, Senator Franken. He was born in 1951. Another showbiz great in 1952, Lawrence Tiro was born. Can you guess what his name is now? Also known as Mr. T was born in Chicago, Illinois. Mr. T, born today in 1952. 1957? Actor Judge Reinhold was born in Wilmington, Delaware, uh, from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And in 1961, Tim Lever, the keyboard and sax player for the band Dead or Alive. All right. And that is today in history. All right. All right, so here we are, and it is uh, 21 minutes after. I don't know if I can go on to the end of the show. Uh, We have a comment coming in here uh, from James Bates. Hello, James. And James is saying, I hope your road trip goes okay. And I was about to ask you about the changes to United Kingdom Radio. Well, hope the changes go okay. And your question to Greyhound Coaches, the biggest coach operator here, is National Express. And they also run train services here too. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I kind of um, yeah. I've heard of National Express. I, I don't. I didn't know that they were running uh, trains, but I knew that they had devolved all the train companies over in the UK because I can remember back when I was traveling there in the past, and like in '96. Actually, I think '96 they had already split it up. But um, my first trip there, my first solo trip there they still had just british rail it was all the same thing and we had something similar happen here not with trains but with phones so we had uh you know uh, bell the bell system here in the states and the government actually directed them to break up because it was a it was like a monopoly on on phone service so you had the first split into re- the sort of regional bells the baby bells as they called them and then those f- further fractured and they opened up the phone market for everybody so you know everybody and their brother could have a uh, phone company and you know have provide phone service for people so that that was uh, a kind of uh, interesting time and uh, of course that led to much lower phone costs for a lot of people because you have when you have more competition there's a lot more incentive to keep prices low, because so so you can gain market share. So that is kind of what was going on. Um, I don't see a lot of passenger buses anymore. Interestingly enough, the the passenger bus systems here seems to be in decline. I think that um, you know the Greyhound is still around, but Trailways, a bus, I'm pretty sure is gone. I don't think they even exist anymore. That was that was Greyhound's biggest competitor. So I'm really not sure who's left, but, uh, I don't, I don't know if we have things like Virgin coaches here, but I, yeah, I know that those are you know, big in, in Europe, but not really sure about here. It's been a long time since I've traveled by bus. Um, but Greyhound is still going. I know cause we have a Greyhound terminal in downtown Chicago and I've actually you know, picked people up there and dropped people off there. So, um, and actually I did I took a bus here um back in ninety nine I think it was nineteen ninety nine or two thousand I took a bus here uh to come and kind of check out Chicago looking for a place to live might have been might have been as late as two thousand and one not don 't really know uh probably right before I moved here uh anyway uh that that's kind of um neither here nor there, but I am going to be driving on this this road trip, and that is um with the gas prices being what they are, it's a point of concern because, you know, I usually get a, a high mileage car and you know, I get like a, a compact car that gets really good mileage. Occasionally they'll upgrade me, you know, depending on their, on what they have in stock uh, at the car rental place. But usually get a car, you know, like a, a good car that uh, gets a decent mileage. And I can go pretty far in a tank of gas, but with gas being now in Chicago right now, I think it's a lot higher than it is in other parts of the country. I know that in other parts of the country it's about four dollars for a tank of gas, but here in Chicago, it's not uncommon to see four fifty i mean you can you can find it for less than four fifty in here but but it's not uncommon to see it for four fifty so Yeah, that's kind of, you know, and when you get out of Chicago, then you start getting more reasonable, more reasonable prices. But um, it's been, uh, yeah, I've been kind of planning out this trip, and I'm not taking a straight line right to Oklahoma. I'm going kind of in a roundabout way because I really have two full days to get there. And it's, uh, I think if I were to drive straight through on the expressway, it would take me about 12 hours to get to Tulsa. And and so I'm not driving straight. You know, I'm not driving straight through. I'm not driving in a you know just on the expressway. And I, I almost never take the expressway. So it'll be uh, me traveling on the old U.S. highway system, the Eisenhower I- Highway system, and what, what uh, uh, William Least Moon called the yellow roads, <clears throat> because they were yellow in the Michelin uh, road map. Um, and that that's my way of travel. That's the way I really like to drive, see the back areas of the country because that's the real America. You know, when you when you're on the freeway, you know, there it's not sometimes you get nice scenery, but you know, you see the same stuff. You see this, you know, farms that kind of all look the same. You see, you know, the McDonald's and the Burger King and the Wendy's and the Pizza Hut and you know, the dunkin donuts in kind of every exit is the same and i don't find that to be a really interesting way to travel i like to to take it slow not because i need to take it slow cuz i really don't i mean i yeah i can i can take the freeway and i do sometimes but to to take it slow take it easy really enjoy the trip and you know, be able to stop. You know, if if there's a scenic overlook, if there's a historical marker, all that stuff. I love to stop for that stuff. And if I have the time, I will stop and and I will you know see the the uh, the historical sites and and things like that. To me, that's the fun of traveling. Now, one of the one of the challenges on this trip is that I'm going through the I'm going through the South. I'm going through the southern parts of of the United States. The problem I have right now is we have this terrible flooding going on in Mississippi and, and you know, Louisiana and and uh, Alabama. And I'm trying to avoid those areas. Uh, so I'm not going to be going down as far south as I had originally planned. Originally, my plan was to um, go down uh, from my mom's house and go south and, and kind of clip the tip of, of – uh, Louisiana and then through the southern part of Alabama and Mississippi and Georgia to get to Florida. Now it's going it's more going due east from my mom's house in uh, Arkansas and going through those states on the northern half of those states. So we'll see um and uh, of course doing lots of geocaching along the way. So that'll be uh something to do. All right. So uh I'm going to go ahead and take a really really quick break here. And then we'll be back and we'll talk about the rapture. So stay tuned. Hello, Chris Reardon here. I hope you enjoy our shows here at United Kingdom Radio. A bit of fundraising now for the station. If you fancy a bit of music in your life, then why not try one of my weekly non-stop music mixes? All music, no talking. You can get a new one each week and download them from www.chrisreardonshow.co.uk. For just 80 pence UK, that's about $1.30 US. They are over 75 minutes long and contain some of the brand new club tunes around at the moment in the UK. Download them now from www.chrisreardonshow.co.uk. My weekly mixes, just 80 pence. www.chrisreardonshow.co.uk. United Kingdom Radio have teamed up with a brand new online internet radio music service called You Love It, We Play It aimed at the over 25s and featuring some presenters that present right here on United Kingdom Radio So if you've had enough of all that rabbit (coughs) Thank you Chaz and Dave Then try our brand new music service at www.youloveitweplayit.com and we are back. It's the bottom of the hour. Welcome to Tom Harris Live. This is Tom Harris again in Chicago, Illinois. And you can call the show if you want. It's fine. I'm, I'm more than happy to have people call. The uh, phone number is 020-3287-1488. And you can also Skype in. And the Skype address is United Kingdom Radio. Uh, James Bates is sending us a message. He says, the phones here have been privatized here fully for years. And it was the best things. That ever happened, as prices are very competitive now. But not good with the train systems here. There always seem to be strikes and little problems like that. Well, you well you know what the um, the thing with uh, the trains when I was there in ninety six, it was either ninety six or ninety nine when I was there, um, where the uh, the trains were were always running late. It was really really bad at that point, and that was after they'd split them up. And we had been, or I had, I was traveling alone. I don't know, I'm saying we. I'm using the royal we, I guess. Um, but I had been traveling around on my own. And um, my train going out of uh, of uh, Birmingham was five hours late which got me into Bristol five hours late, which means that I actually was not able to get out of Bristol and got stuck there. And I, I've talked about that before on the show, being trapped in Bristol against my will, um, with apologies to Mark in Bristol because you know we love Mark. But um, I, I have this deep and abiding uh, disdain for, for Bristol ever since then. Uh, and he goes on to say, as for the road trip, you'll notice the difference in taking it slow as the fuel prices are so expensive now. Yep, I have to, yeah, probably. And I heard about the flooding and the winds there. It seems sad that this happened and the way it's affected people. And it seems to have taken a little bit of the back seat in this country. I first heard about it on Wayne Hudson's show. Yeah, regional floods tend not to get a lot of play overseas. And this is what this is. It's, you know, these are sort of regional floods that people who live in the flood plains experience every few years. You know, we've had floods in the Mississippi before even big floods on the Mississippi before. And that's what you get when you when you build your house in a floodplain. And I don't understand why people are always so they're so shocked and you know, I can understand being upset that you've lost your home. But they knew when they built those houses that they were building in a floodplain. And they knew that at once every twenty or thirty years they have these big floods. You know so, I, I'm sympathetic with these folks, but at the same time, I, I I find it hard to I don't know to pity them or really feel sorry for them because they knew what they were getting into. They they were taking that gamble that that thirty year flood was not going to happen during their lifetime, and that's always thing. You know, I, now I lived in uh, Florida for years, lived in the southwest of Florida, and. Yeah, when my I was forced to move there, I wouldn't have moved there uh, voluntarily. But if um, you know, if my uh, my folks when they moved to Florida, they knew going into that when they moved to Florida that it was possible that they were going to get hit by a hurricane sooner or later. Now I was really uh, lucky during the time I was in Florida, and I, I was there between 1975 and 1992. And during that time when I was living in Florida, there wasn't a major storm in the area I was living. It was, you know, that, that area where I was, Southwest Florida, was skipped over. You know, there had not been a big storm there since 1960. But, you know, a couple of years after I left, you have several in a row and people are like, oh, no, you know, the, the end of the world is coming. Yeah. Um, it was all oh, no all these hurricanes all of a sudden you know there had been hurricanes every year but they were not hitting us and the, finally after i left they started actually having hurricanes hit there again and i don't know if this is due to you know a shift in the gulf stream you know because i've talked about that in the show before the gulf stream is shifting and it has to do with the warmer temperatures of the ocean um and uh so that is, uh, you know, is, is interesting. You know, I managed to escape any of these uh, of storms. And I owned a house down there for from 1986 to 92. And, uh, you know, we always worried about that every year. You know, is this the year a hurricane is going to come and tear our roof off, you know? <laughs> and you have to have insurance there to build a house. You have to have this, uh, uh, in, you know, flood insurance or hurricane, you know, insurance in order to build a house. But half the time, the insurance companies refuse to pay up. They you know, say, well, everybody's making their claim all at once because of this hurricane. So you know, a lot of people aren't getting you know, reimbursed by these insurance companies for the insurance that they've been paying for for years. And this is why we really need insurance company reform in this country. You know, and and not, not just for things like, like flood insurance, but for health insurance as well. And I've also talked about that on the show. You know, I would love to see a universal health care system here. But that doesn't seem to be happening anytime soon. Anyway, speaking of the end of the world, today is Rapture Day. Hello, Rapture Day. Day I've been looking forward to for years. It's the day when, when Jesus comes back and will scoop up all of his faithful followers and take them away and leave the earth to a series of ever increasing disasters uh which will culminate in the battle of armageddon and that's sort of the end of of, of uh you know our civilization etc cetera, etc cetera. anyway it's all bollocks <laughs> um, but today is the day of the rapture at least according to one church and they're saying that uh, today is the day that Jesus will come back and it's really kind of sad because you know People put a lot of invest they they you know put a lot of their lives investing into these things and there have been a lot of incidents of this in the past there we've had you know the uh the harmonic convergence i don't know if you all remember this I think it was about nineteen eighty six and nineteen eighty seven there was a time when the new age type people this wasn't like traditional christians this was like the the kind of the wacky crystal waving type people who you know they thought that you know that we had a a time when the the moon and and most of the planets in the solar system were on the same side of the sun it wasn't like they were lined up but supposedly the gravitational influence of all of these planets was to make it e- make it possible for people to fly and this was going to be the dawning of a new age and you know, it sort of, not really doomsday because it was supposed to be a happy thing, you know, happy, joyous occasion. And, of course, a lot of people put a lot of faith into that and a lot of stock into that. And they, you know, tr- you know when, when the time came, they tried to fly. You know, they t- a lot of people got hurt, you know, trying to, you know, jumping off the roof of their house and stuff uh, because they thought they'd be able to, to levitate. And it's amazing what people will swallow, you know, just just with. Yeah, you know, anybody can come along and they can say anything. They they can they can have the most outrageous things that they say, the most outrageous conspiracy theory, the most outrageous doomsday prophecy, and there are always going to be people out there who believe it. And you know, my my solution to this is not so much to try to shut people up and keep them from spouting their nonsense. My solution is to is to actually be the voice of reason and to say to people, look, you know, this is bull. This is this isn't going to happen. You know, why? And they'll say, well, you can't prove it's not going to happen. It's like, no, I can't prove it's not going to happen. But when it doesn't happen, aren't you going to feel silly? And, you know, a lot of the response that you get with a lot of these people is, well, you know, it's going to happen. I have faith, you know, and. Uh, apparently in that world faith trumps reality if you believe something is going to happen then therefore it's going to happen and it's kind of the same with this rapture thing now this church that uh is promoting the whole rapture thing spending millions of dollars to promote this with billboards with advertising with their their nationwide tour they're driving around nation in a in a bus and telling people about this and now, now folks, even they don't really believe this. And the reason I know that they don't really believe this is because that church is not going out of business. They didn't sell their church building and, and sell all of their belongings that belong to the, to the church. They encouraged their followers to do that. I mean, these people have gone so far as to put their pets to sleep because, because they're not counting on being there after today. You know that's pretty extreme stuff, but oh, there's a siren going by. You might get to hear a police siren. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, you know, people are are selling their their stuff and they're giving their money to the church. Why? I don't know. They should be sending their money to me. I mean, if anybody out there, if they think they're going to get raptured, they should give me their money because I can sure use it right now. But, but, but seriously about this, you know there's always going to be somebody out there who buys into these things. Any doomsday theory, any rapture theory. I can remember this was back during the time when I was a Christian. This was back when I believed in this stuff. I believed that a rapture was going to happen. Didn't know when, but I believed it would. I had a, a friend of mine and I'm not going to embarrass him by saying, well, it's, not, it's nobody somebody who ever has listened to this show. I'll put it that way. Um, and he was really excited one day when I, I ran into him, and and his uh, you know he was just bursting with joy. I mean, he was like really happy, really excited about this. And he said, uh, he said, Tom, I just found out the you know the greatest secret in the universe. I was like, oh, it's like oh god, here we go. And uh, he said, Jesus is coming in 1981. <laughs> And I think I even, you know, even at that point when I was a Christian and believed in things like the second coming and and all that, you know, I I, I think I probably even rolled my eyes then. Because, you know, it's like, you know, he ran down the list of things that, of reasons why he thought that this was going to happen. And it's all about, you know, interpreting your, your holy book, whatever your holy book is, or whatever your holy conspiracy theory is. And and you you want to um you know interpret it in whatever way you want to to make whatever you want happen. And it's so easy to do with religion because, you know, the Bible doesn't really talk about this stuff. This is something that's uh you know they, they kind of came up with the date through numerology uh you know kind of in creative interpretation of of biblical texts. And you know, and they completely seem to be clueless about all of the other times when this has happened. All of the other people who've said that the rapture is going to happen on such and such a date. You know, back in the year one thousand, this is back in the dark ages. People uh, actually sold all of their belongings and they went to mountaintops all over Europe. Because that was the day they were convinced. That that was when the the year changed from 999 to 1000. Because they were convinced that that was going to be judgment day. That was going to be the end of the world. The thousand year kingdom was at an end. They talk about thousand year kingdoms in the Bible. And so all these people sold their belongings. Pilgrimaged to the local nearest mountaintops. And waited there for God to take them up. Obviously, that didn't happen. But what do you suppose happened to those people after that? You know, I I, I think a lot of them probably had nothing to go back to. And, yeah, you know, it's it's sad. It's sad to think about that. And there's people out there now, you know, people out there today. And, it, and, and I, I, I do make fun of this. I do make light of this. But it's not funny to them and it won't be funny for them tomorrow when jesus doesn't show up and it's going to you know it's some people are going to die you know some people are going to commit suicide some people are going to be so worked up about this you know that they're going to find creative ways of seeing how this comes true and this is one of the ways that this sort of cultish way of thinking hurts people A lot of times people will say to me, Tom, you speak out against religion. You speak out against the psychics. You speak out against the conspiracy theorists. But where's the harm? Well, there is harm. And I don't think that we should ban religion. I don't think that we should ban the psychics. I think that we should actually force psychics to advertise that they're not real. But my job as I see it is to speak sense. And to talk to people and to educate people, if they then proceed to go their merry way and and act like idiots, it's not my fault. It's not because I haven't tried. So I feel pit- pity for these people who think that Jesus is supposed to come today. But you know, I, I, I don't get it. I just don't. I don't. I'm not clued into that mentality anymore. Once again, if you want to call in the show, 20 you can Skype in at United Kingdom Radio. Now, if you if you're listening to the show as a podcast, which most of you do, you can actually email me. And the email address is Tom at United dot co dot uk. Or indeed you can radio me at, or you can radio me. So shows you I, I'm working on five hours worth of sleep, folks. I am not firing on all cylinders today. Um you can also email me tom at TomHarrisUSA.com. dot com. It goes to the same mailbox, and uh, I'll be happy to hear from people. I do love hearing from people and getting mail and and all that sort of thing. And uh, so that that is kind of what's going on, you know. And at, at the anime convention, it's kind of funny because a lot of people making fun of this Judgment Day thing. You know, a lot of a lot of people dressed as Jesus. A lot of people dresses raptor jesus uh yeah i don't know if you've all heard of raptor jesus over in the uk but it's an internet meme here and uh, raptor jesus is a uh, a velociraptor or so jesus with a velociraptor head uh which is kind of uh <laughs> kind of interesting um I, I am amused by it but uh yeah so it's fun i mean i, and I don't I, you know, i'm not trying to ridicule uh, religious beliefs here you know, but but look it's obvious that the, this judgment day thing isn't happening and it was obvious from the very start that it wasn't going to happen and sometimes ridicule it might be the most effective tool that we have to show the foolishness of it but it doesn't mean that i disrespect people who are religious because i know you know i have you know, many friends and acquaintances who are believing christians and a lot of relatives who are, you know, Mormon and Christian and you know Catholic or whatever. And even though I don't share their beliefs, I never will share their beliefs. You know, they're welcome to them, as long as they don't try to force me to worship their God or to live in the way that their Bible or their holy book insists that I live. Then I, I have no problem with them. Yeah, I'm not one of these atheists that wants to wipe out all religion. I think it would be better if people weren't religious. I think it would be better if people were to live by humanistic principles. And it makes more sense because, you know, people actually exist. Well, I suppose you could argue that too, but for all intents and purposes people actually exist. And it's not the same as sort of believing in in these fairy tales and getting worked up about things like the rapture, which isn't even in the Bible, really. I mean, there really isn't a rapture in the Bible. So what do you do? What do you do? Sometimes I think making fun of them is is the best course of action. Maybe it will make somebody see the light. I don't know. But you can't cure this sort of thing, you know, it's not something that you're going to be able to fix. So that that's kind of how I feel about it. And, and I know that, that there's a lot of other people out there who don't have the same opinion as me, and that's fine. And they're more than welcome to contact me and tell me that I'm wrong. I'm okay with that. I'm a big enough guy that I can, I can take it, you know, <laughs> tell me I'm going to hell. That's fine. I, I'm not, you know, I'll, I'll laugh at that. But, uh, you know, it's, it's actually all of a sudden, it was sunny when I started the show and now it's starting. it looks like it's going to rain. Oh no, maybe it's the judgment. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, so that's kind of, uh, kind of all the material I'd planned for today. If, if anyone would like to call in there f- should feel free to do so. And I do love to hear from people. Um, have a uh, uh, a lot of stuff going on uh, in the coming weeks, and looking forward to working on uh, on stuff and getting the uh, the new show. The new show I, th- I think is going really well. I, as I said, I've recorded the um, first three episodes of Radio Free Asgard, and they're now out uh well they're not out i mean they're they're coming out on on thir- every thursday so uh going to have the next one coming out on thursday and then another one on on the following thursday and it has been a great deal of fun it is very different from this show and it's a lot less serious it's a, there's a lot more uh you know fooling around and and laughing so if you're interested in that you know that, that that's a whole different side of tom harris you know that's that's something that uh it, you know doesn't come across a lot here because I try to, uh, of course, I not that I don't get silly here, but um, that show is definitely a sillier show. And I would definitely am I'm, I'm interested in uh, in hearing what people have to think about it. So if you're interested in mythology, if you're interested in any of that stuff, feel free to, to tune in to Radio Free Asgard at RadioFreeAsgard.com. would love to hear what people think. And I know it's not for everyone. I know there's a lot of listeners to this show who don't have any interest at all, and that's okay I'm not offended by that because I know that everyone has different uh interests, and you know it's like uh, I was so one of, one of my listeners the other day said something about that the, they thought it was a shame this this was an in internet chat you know there the was a shame that that I listened to or I'm interested in comics and that sort of thing because they think of me as more more serious and intellectual and all that stuff and i could say you know this is just a different side of me that i don't display on the show a lot you know i talk about it when i talk about comic book movies and and that sort of thing but that's kind of the only time on this show that i oh speaking of comic book movies um i i haven't talked about this on my uh my other podcast yet but if you haven't seen thor yet uh the movie uh you should go see it um you know, it's not a great movie, it's it's also not a terrible movie, it's it's sort of a, a blockbuster uh, special effects extravaganza, uh, see it, if you see it, see it in 3D, for God's sakes, see it in 3D, the 3D is absolutely gorgeous, beautiful movie to look at, story, eh, well, you know, the story is not so great, but um, I won't give any spoilers on the show, but it is a uh, big movie, and Uh, directed by Kenneth Branagh, who did all the Shakespeare movies. And I talked about uh, Kenneth Branagh on this show before. I actually uh, did a whole show segment on on Kenneth Branagh and his Shakespeare movies. Um, But I thought that Thor, it's very colorful. It's not true to Norse mythology, particularly. It's not even really true to the comic book. But it is a big, loud, Lots of fighting, lots of explosions, lots of special effects, awesome special effects. I think it's worth it to go see it in the theater. I think that, you know, because obviously the story isn't going to carry it through on a small screen. So if you're going to see it, see it because it's a big movie and because it has lots of big special effects and because the 3D is awesome. (laughs) don't see it because it's going to be great storytelling because because it's not great storytelling but i i think it's a fun movie it's something you don't have to think too much about and uh and it's probably going to be out in the uk pretty shortly so you know stay tuned and and let me know what you think um because uh, i thought it was i thought it was a lot of fun and and of course if you're interested, after the after you see that, you can come uh, over to Radio Free Asgard and hear me talk about that movie on the show, and I get a little bit more into depth about about the mythology and and the you know the specific things about the movie that I liked and disliked, and but I don't want to do any spoilers here because I don't think the movie is actually out in the UK yet, so. Um, and I'm, it's bad enough I'm going to have spoilers in a couple of weeks on the other show, so uh, <laughs> um, so that's kind of what's going on there. But uh, I'm kind of thinking, kind of thinking now. i have got to wrap up the show pretty soon, and uh, I'm kind of thinking about wrapping it up now. I don't know. Uh, let's see if anyone wants to call, in, you have kind of one last chance to uh, to call in. And then after the show, Pete and I are going to get up and go out and go back to the anime convention. That'll be a lot of fun. And uh, that'll be fun. So, cool. Anyway. All right. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show now. Thanks very much for listening, folks. I really do appreciate it. And as always, you can email the show and uh, let us know what you think. And I will be back with you in three weeks' time uh, after going through Oklahoma uh, oh, actually, I'm going to be going through a little bit through Iowa, going to be going through Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Alabama, Mississippi, F- Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, uh, possibly Southern Ohio. I'm still waiting to hear back from some people about that. Um, Indiana and then back to Chicago again. And that's sort of my trip. Anyway, got to go. Uh, thanks very much for listening. And as always. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy the rapture. And I'll see you in three weeks here on Tom Harris Live. This is Tom Harris in beautiful Chicago, Illinois, where it looks like it's starting to rain. Signing off for me. See you next time. I love it! What a load of old twaddle that is!